Team Keho My Radio airs every Monday and Friday. Team Keho My Radio, welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome to a week episode of Team Keho My Radio today. Happy Monday. Hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you guys are staying safe. And of course, there's a lot of things going on this week and probably about a couple more weeks or so. It's going to be pretty busy, so hopefully we can able to, you know, get things done, get things finished, and get those turned in afterward. And all your assignments and everything, those are important. Certification is very important. So, there's a, there's today, this week we have a, for the SJ concern, we have Club Expo. And for those who wants to be invited to the UTD stuff, come and join in. Hope you guys can, we can do a little tour around UT and you get to talk to advisors. That's a bonus for you guys. If you guys want to do it. I'm not forcing you, but that is a good recommendation for you guys. So that way you guys can have an opportunity to ask whatever questions you want to ask. So that way you can know what's going on. That's it. Those are very, very important. So let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. Make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday. Alright. Oh yeah, no radio show this week. We'll probably do it next week. Hong Kong court orders embattled Chinese property giant Evergrande to liquidate. A Hong Kong court on Monday issued the liquidations of battered Chinese property giant Evergrande after lawyers failed to convince a judge it had a working restructuring plan. Once China's biggest developer, Evergrande has more than $300 billion in liabilities and is troubled, having become a symbol of a year long property crisis that has dealt a massive blow to the country's economy. A creditor in 2022 filed a winding up petition in Hong Kong against China Evergrande Group, which would begin the process of liquidation, but the case had dragged on while parties tried to broker a deal. High Court Judge Linda Chen on Monday called for the liquidation of the firm, given the obvious lack of, the pro- lack of progress on the part of the company in putting forward a viable restructuring proposal and insolvency of the company. I consider that it's appropriate for the court to make a winding up order against the company, an ISO order, Chen said. She said that the court at the previous hearings in December made it very clear it expected to see a fully formulated and viable proposal. Shares in Evergrande plunged to 20.87% to $0.16 in Hong Kong following the news, before the stock exchanges hold. Um, halted trading at 10.19 a.m. The trading was also halted in Evergrande's electric vehicle subsidiary. Speaking after the morning sessions at the court of the court adjourned, a lawyer representing an ad hoc group of creditors told reporters that Evergrande had failed to engage with us. There has been, there has been a history of, lo- of last-minute engagement, which has gone nowhere, said lawyer Fergus Sovereign. The company ha- has itself to blame for being wound up. Chen is expected to hand down her detailed reasons for the winding of order in the afternoon, and will handle the matter of appointing a liquidator. The demise of Evergrande, which first defaulted on a pay- debt payment in 2021 and declared bankruptcy in the, United- in the United States this year, has been closely watched as once a pillar of China's economy. 
China's construction and property sectors once accounted for around a quarter of its GDP, but Chinese leader Xi Jinping deemed the debt accrued by Evergrande and other property firms an unacceptable risk for China's financial systems and overall economic health. Authorities have gradually tightened developers' access to credit since 2020, and a wave of defaults has followed. By the end of June, Evergrande estimated it had debts of $328 billion, which is crazy. Even though we hear people saying, oh, the economy is doing well, oh, we're doing so well about what's, about this. If you're doing so well, why is your economy close to the point of bankruptcy? Why aren't you looking it up? Why aren't these people understanding that? Their time's up. Possibility that their the economy in the mainland itself is already starting to screw themselves over because of their faltering, not just faltering economy, it's because of the government's that control and it goes from the COVID-19 pandemic, COVID-19 zero, locked, um, zero COVID lockdown, whatever it's called. It makes everything much more difficult, of course. Glitch in Hong Kong's Patriots District Council election was caused by system overload investigation fines. The technical glitch that mirrored Hong Kong's Patriot-only District Council election in December and forced a switch to paper ballots was caused by a system overload an investigation has found. Bernard Bernard Mann, a member of the Electoral Affairs Commission and the chair of the investigation team, said during a press conference last Friday, that the investigation group identified design issues that caused computation time to increase as polling went along. The system was eventually overloaded at 7.37 p.m. The design issues were a result of changes made by the registration and electoral office technical team to meet the operational need of the district council election, he said. They did not fully consider the loading that might be induced to the system during actual operation and therefore did not conduct sufficient and comprehensive loading, load testing. Monsanto and Cantonese. The changes was meant to, introdu- to introduce improvements to the system, Monsanto while in- declining to elaborate. The results of the investigation followed the, followed the district council elections in December, which authorities overhauled to ensure that only those deemed quote-unquote patriots could stand. At around 8.30 p.m. that day, the, the EAC said there has been a computer glitch and that voting would be done by paper ballots instead. Polling was extended by one and a half hours to midnight owing to the mishap. The city leader, John Lee, apologized to voters and ordered the EAC to establish an investigation group to probe the, probe the incident. The EAC said on Friday that the investigation did not find evidence of external attack and that only electoral staff can log into the system. When asked by reporters whether um, whether anyone should be held accountable for the incident, Mann said, said the aim of the investigation group was to identify the cause of the mishap and make recommendations. As for whether to hold individual institutions or staff members involved accountable, that would be uh, that will be handled by the administrative authorities, Mann said. David Locke, the chairperson of the EAC, said it was not appropriate for the department to respond to issues relating to accountability. He added that there would be established procedures to handle such issues. Ballots from prisons omitted. The EAC also revealed during the press conference on Friday that some 2,138 ballots were omitted when determining voters' turnout following the computer system failure. These ballots 
were from polling stations set up in prisons and police stations for voters in custody to cast their votes. Locke, the chairperson of the EAC, said that the votes cast after the system's failure were counted manually, given the large numbers of polling stations and due to the tight time frame for publishing the voters' turnout. There was an error in the calculations by the electoral staff concern, Locke said in Cantonese. He added that the, three, that the two, 2,138 ballots have been transported to the main counting stations and were included in the uh, actual counting of votes obtained by each candidate. Hence, the election results was, not enti- was entirely not affected, he said. Around 1.19 million eligible voters cast ballots cast ballots in the quote only patriot only local election, marking a 27.5% voters turnout, the lowest turnout among all post-colonial elections held in Hong Kong. Law said that after including those 2,138 ballots, the voter turnout rate was 27.59%, up from the earlier figure of 27.54%. Anybody sits here and tell me that their uh, results are the best and saying that oh the two thousand people oh yeah it's just not that's that's enough oh yeah that thing is a good that's a good um that's a good um voters turnout unless you want to say imagine the next election would be like even lower maybe thirteen percent or something that means that there's, there's gonna be a runoff of some sort I don't know if they have a two instant runoff in Hong Kong I mean I don't care what the system is who cares who knows what they're gonna be like it just sounds it sounds so freaking hilarious. That we hear these government officials coming out every time saying how good the system is supposed to be. You know, of course everything can be democratic. Of course everything's more easy. You know, you no, know, don't pee on my don't you know don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Doesn't work that way. You know, don't don't throw don't throw dog crap at don't throw crap at my face and then tell me it's mud. Doesn't work that way. And saying that these systems are much more are much more better run more smoothly. When you realize there's a glitch, did it happen in the past? Probably not. Why does it happen now? It's up to you to decide. But because the systems are so faulty and so bad, because it's a new one, it's not an old one where it's just run easily and smooth, and they can do everything they want with the system. They can work it if they want to. Chinese University of Hong Kong College Students Union to show citing unprecedented risk over registration. A Chinese university... U- uh, Ch- uh, Chinese University of Hong Kong student college student unions have announced that it w- would halt, uh, halt operations next month after representatives said the requirements of registering as a legal society with the police prompt unprecedented risk and, and responsibilities. The student unions of C- um, C- um, CW2 College will suspend all operate all activities when its current terms ends on Wednesday, the student body announced on Saturday. The college which began operating the college which began operating in 2012 and accommodates around three hundred students was one of the few Chinese University of Hong Kong colleges that required students to live there for during the four years of undergraduate studies. The incumbent representative council of the CW, CW which is the Chinese right Chinese University of the CW, let me start again, the incumbent representative council of CWCSU, chaired by social, wor- social work student Choi Wai Chun, 
said in a notice dated January 15th that it was informed by, co- by the college management that it must register at the legal society with the city's police, for- police force immediately. The registration requirement emerged in February 2021, when Chinese University of Hong Kong severed ties with the union representing its entire student body and demand that it register as an independent body and assume legal responsibility for itself. Since the Beijing imposed national, the sweeping national security law on the city in June 2020, criminalizing secession, subversion, collusion with foreign forces, and terrorism, a number of Hong, of Hong Kong government-funded universities have cut ties with their student unions. Chinese University of Hong Kong at the time accused student representatives of making potentially illegal remarks on national security matters and said they had explored the campus for their political propaganda. Unquote. Members of the selected um, elected student union, bot, union cabinet, known as um, Cizikia, later resigned in March 2021, a day after they had sworn in, citing legal intimidation and death threats to them and their families. The, student, the union also announced it would fold that October, after existing as an independent student organization for 50 years. According to the, op, to the open letter, C, um, CWCSU said it was given four options after, after meeting with college management. It could register as a legal society, which would include submitting proof of identity of its members, financial documents, and evidence of past activities to the police, this proposed plan, however, will go against the CWCSU's principles, the union wrote. We are concerned that registering CWCSU as a, as a legal society with the Hong Kong police force will bring about unprecedented risk and responsibilities in those three. Another option for the student body was to emerge with the college management structure, meaning any activities organized by the union would need to be approved by the chairperson of the, stu- of the student staff consultation committee. But this structure will, re- will mark a significant departure from the union's previous operating model, under which they had enjoyed a high degree of freedom, CW- uh, CWCSU said. Our student union highly values and cherishes its independence and operations, it said. The union could also continue to operate without college recognition, but the election process for its next representatives would be deemed illegal. The college would also not collect fees on behalf of the student body, nor would it provide venues, rentals, or support to, to student union's activities. The final options which the union settled on was to suspend operations and hold recruitment for its next representatives. Any student who wishes to serve their fellow students may inquire with the college office and register with the police force, the current cabinet said. They may also join the student staff co- uh, consultation committee independently. CW Chu College, being relatively small in scale, faces a unique faces unique challenges in establishing a student organization to serve student. We hope that in the future, there will be students who are enthusiastic about serving their peers and maintaining the intim- intimate atmosphere that sets CU Chu's, um, CW Chu College apart, CWCSU said. The college would take back the premises used by the student union, while the issue of refunding members, membership fees and annual fees was still under discussion, the cabinet said. In response to Hong Kong Free Press inquiries, Chinese University of Hong Kong said on Monday it expected the decision of the 
of the CWCSU to, to suspend its operation, registering with the police under the society's or company's ordinance, provided a well-established legal mandated framework for the unions, it said. Chinese University of Hong Kong has always been willing to work with student unions provided that their actions and corporations are legally compliant, an email reply from the university read. Look, if you want to actually believe that the government's doing is good, join a group and afterward you, you don't have an independent thinking after that. You just ruined your own self and you destroy it completely. I can guarantee you 100%. Once you join a group, you are never leaving that group forever. I can guarantee you for that. <clears throat> We're going to go to Jimmy Lai's cases right now. So, Hong Kong Apple Daily's Founder Jimmy Lai was not a boss you could say no to, ex-publisher tells National Security Trial. Hong Kong media mogul Jimmy Lai was not a boss you could say no to. The ex-publisher of Apple Daily Newspaper has said as he continued his testimony against his former employer in the high-profile National Security Trial. The defense began their questioning of Chung Kim Hong on Monday after the, after the prosecution completed their examinations last week, wearing a navy down jacket. In jeans, Chern was escorted to the stand by three correction officers. For the durations of Monday session, he did not look at Lot in Lot's direction. Response to questions from the defense counsel, Robert Pong, Chern said in Cantonese that Lot's editorial directions as the founder of Apple D was not simply sets of values. Lot's editorial policy during the extradition bill protests in 2018 has been had um had been to urge people to protest on the streets and pressure the government into scrapping the extradition bill, extradition law, Chern said. Lai told staff to emphasize, um, emphasize these news items, he said. This was not just an issue of democracy or freedom of expression, Chern said. The whole newspaper had to do with, had to do this. Chern added that staff accompanied Lai to protest accompanied Lai to protest and interviews with reporters. When asked by Pong if it was open to him not to do as Mr. Lai instructed, Chen said it was not. Pong also asked Chen if freedom of expression, one of the newspaper's values, included saying no to the boss. I disagree, Chen replied. Lai, 76-year-old, faces charges of conspiring to collude foreign forces under the national security law and conspiring to publish seditious materials under the colonial era law. He had pleaded not guilty and faces up to life imprisonment if convicted. Chen is among six senior Apple Daily employees who were charged alongside Lai were conspiring to collude foreign forces. They pled guilty in November 2022 and will be sentenced after Lai's trial. After Chung, former associate publisher Tom Poimeng and editorial writer Young Ching Ki also set to testify against Lai. Founded in 1995, Apple Daily was one of Hong Kong's most prominent newspapers until it was forced to shut down in 2021 following a police raid and the arrest of top executives. Chen, in response to Pong's question, agreed that Apple Daily was more liberal than other newspapers such as Ming Pao or Sing, Ming Pao and Sing Tao. Part of Monday's hearing was also devoted to discussions of a series of lunchbox meetings led by Lai with Apple Daily staff. Chen said, Chen said the first meeting um, said the first such meeting was held was in October 2018, the same year that Lai became more involved in the company's operations as he resumed the role of chairperson. The ex-publisher told the court that ahead of the tr- of the meetings, Lai would ask staff to raise questions on on workplace messaging app Slack. During the meetings, staff would take turns asking questions to which Lai would respond. During the prosecution's questioning of Chung, 
He said that Lai had given staff editorial directions during those meetings. Pang on Tuesday challenged Turn's statement, containing that the meeting was was more to do with business development than editorial matters. After Chen told the court that he was tasked with writing up action points after each meeting, Pang pulled up an example of the meeting notes Chen has said to ex-exec associates, publisher Chen, in January 2020. The senior counsel said these notes were mostly gen- uh, general business concerns, for example, about design layout and the paper Sunday supplement. Chen maintained that Lai often gave editorial directions during the meeting, although that was not always the case. And if the vast majority of the meetings has nothing to do with the news department, Chen said it could be put it could be put that way. But Monday is marking Chen's eighth on the witness stand. Pang said his questioning would not take as long as the prosecution. Pang Monday challenged Chung on early testimony that Apple Day was mainly focused on entertainment and paparazzi before 2014. When the umbrella movement took place, the 79 civil disobedience campaign saw pro-democracy supporters occupy major roads and it called for universal suffrage. Explaining the front page pages of the newspaper before 2014, the senior counsel said the newspaper have always taken a very strong stance on political issues. Pong pulled up a copy of Apple Daily from June 2nd, 19, 1997, which has a photograph of a protest and headlines 7,000 people march for the vindication of June 4th. The date refers to the team and crackdown in Beijing, 1989, where hundreds if not thousands of students are believed to have, have died at the hands of, law, of the People's Liberation Army. The senior council also displayed front pages of the newspaper from 1999, 2004, 2005, and 2012. The articles were related to the city's team individuals and pro-democracy protests. It's not as if there um, was any sea change in 2014. Apple Days have always encouraged people to take to the streets to let their voices be heard, Pang said. Trump said he disagreed. He testified that in 2014, the newspaper did not just write front page pages stories telling people to protest, but embarked a large, very large-scale half-year camp paying at Light's instruction. At the time, the Apple Daily founder told the then-publisher to rent advertisement space on building exteriors, exteriors to oppose a June 2014 white paper from the central government that threatened Beijing's power over Hong Kong. The campaign also called for pro-democracy supporters to take part in an unofficial referendum by activists to vote on how they would like the city leader to be elected. There, there was a big change on Apple Daily in 2014, Chung said. Pang will continue to examine up Chung on Tuesday. This is how everything is like. Hong Kong right now, as much as people would say, oh, this guy's a traitor or whatever the case. Okay, I look at this case in my in my eyes is this. He's being coerced. Let's not kid ourselves. He's being coerced. No matter if you like to argue saying he's not, but he has been coerced. Any kind of people we live nowadays are very badly coerced by these government officials. Basically just so that way they can make sure they're staying safe. So for me, we can't, bl- we can't blame them for anything. So we gotta let that one at least slide for a bit. Alright, to report for today. Ex-head of China's top football body, Chen Shuyuan, stands trial for bribery. The former head of China's top football body, Chen Shuyuan, is to stand trial for bribery on Monday, Beijing State State Media said, as an anti-corruption drive sweeps up once major players in the in the sport. Chen, who is 
um, who's as the boss of China's uh, Chinese Football Association or CFA, once promised to turn a page on the corruption scandals that have plagued the sport. He was placed under investigation last February for serious violations of discipline in the law. Chen was indicted in September for corruption, confessing in a TV documentary to accept large, having lo- accepted large sums from those wishing to get in his good graces. This month, he appeared in a televised documentary in which former Chinese national football team coach Li Te said he paid Chen two million yuan, which is about two hundred and seventy-eight. $8,600 in the U.S. and bribes to secure the top job. Fans can accept the fact that the state of Chinese football is bad, Chan said, but they cannot forgive for, uh, forgive corruption, he said. I would like to deeply apologize to all Chinese fans. Football fans, Ch- Chinese leader Xi Jinping once said he wanted, fo- he wanted China not o- only to host the football, the World Cup, but win it. Yeah, like they're going to win it. But the but the goals appears further away than ever after a corruption probe and the national team's worst Asian Cup performance in history this month. Around ten senior leaders and executives of the CFA have also been brought down in recent years, including Chen. He goes on trial mo- on uh, Monday at the Intermediate Intermediate People's Court in Huangxi City in central China's Hubei Province. The state-run media Xinhua. News agency said, citing the court, the court. And I'm always asking, like I'm always asking, question why even worked in in today's China when you realize everything is engaged in bribery. They can use anything in the court to throw against your face, no matter what. And once they throw against your face, they're literally gonna take their laws, claiming that they're following the rule of law, but they're gonna toss in your face every time. And they're just spitting in your face saying, we found the law, we'll find the law. You're not following the law. So, everything is engaged in bribery. Everything, if you want to work your way up, power struggles, or bribery. That's how it's supposed to work. I don't know how your arguments would be there, but that's how it's supposed to be in today's CCP China. Trial against, final report today, trial against eight Hong Kong police officers accused of being street sleepers adjourned until April. Eight police officers accused of beating homeless people, destroyed their personal belongings, and framing one of them have not dis- have decided not to testify as the trial against the officers continue at Hong Kong's district court. The court the court heard on Monday morning that none of the eight defendants would testify nor would, uh, would they call any witnesses. Judge Katie Chung said the trial will be adjourned until April 30 for clo- April 30 for closing arguments to witness report. The officers, all of whom have been suspended, had the bail extended. The high-profile case centered center on two drug sweeps on April 4th and April 24th, 2020, around Tungchao Street Park, which is home to many street sleepers. When Van Sun and, and Lei Vang Mui said they were beaten by, by officers during the operations, they also said that police had to destroy their belongings, with one saying they had been framed for possessing dangerous, dangerous drugs. Chun ruled last Wednesday following an 11-day 11, 11 hearing the persecution, that persecutions, persecutors had presented enough evidence to build a case against the, op, the eight officers. Sergeant Lam, Lam Waka, Const, uh, Constables Kwok Ching Sing, Hong Ting Guang, <coughs> Lung Fei Pang, Pong Chung Si, Mok Chi Sing, uh, Wan Pa Che, 
and Chan Seo Yip all pled guilty, pled not guilty to a total of 10 charges. Among the charges, were those relating to perverting the course of justice, misconduct in public office, criminal damage, and inflicting gravely body, bodily harm. Lei Rung Mui, a 54-year-old homeless person who was also involved in this case, died while in custody of, cor- of the Correctional Service Department. In, in September 2020, months after the suspected instance of police brutality, Lei was arrested for suspected drug possession. He was found lying on the ground unconscious in a cell at Siulam Psych- Psychiatric Center on October 8, 2020. With his trousers tied around his neck, he died the following day in, hosp- in hospital. In November 2023, the coroner, the coroner court unanimously ruled that Le- that Le- that Lay had died by suicide following a two-day hearing. Which shows you something, literally. That literally shows you something about disgusting and how horrific that these police are. It shows them that they are willing to do that kind of thing. Not just being up protesters, but also being up homeless people. Which is bad enough, if you ask me. It's super bad enough that they're doing this. Anybody sitting here telling me, well, they deserve it somehow. These people are treating homeless people like they're some kind of animal or something. Or some kind of like burden to society. When you realize housings are so expensive... And they're not cheap. I can guarantee you, there ain't no cheap housing in Hong Kong. And you're making it look like it's cheap and making it look like it's, the situation's getting better. When you realize it's getting worse and worse and worse over time. And hopefully those police, whoever what happened to whatever happened to those cops, hopefully the law, hopefully the court can deal with these guys. Thank you for tuning in, guys. If you guys enjoy this podcast, make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for our podcast. Of course, this week we have of course, this week we have a Clough Expo. Hope you guys enjoy it, and talk, and we'll talk more about SJ soon. And basically, see how SJ is like, and we'll and if you guys more have more information, you guys can ask us. And that's it for today. We'll talk more next time. This is Team Count My Radio signing out. Hope you guys have a great day. Take care. <laughs> Team Kettle My Radio airs every Monday and Friday. Team Kettle My Radio, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, I'm